Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Identifying your career path. I have some interesting statistics for you that I would like to share. According to Deloitte's Shift Index Survey, most people, 80%, are dissatisfied with their job. Are you surprised? Many people simply don't like the job they are doing. Kelly's Global Survey polled around 115,000 people in 33 countries and concluded that up to half of them felt they had picked the wrong career. Out of 115,000 people interviewed in 33 countries, up to half felt that they had chosen the wrong career. Which means that many people are looking at themselves and asking, what am I doing here? Some are asking these questions throughout their lives. It is on record that many people, even when they are retiring, insist that they never did what they really wanted to do. Some of them admit that there's been an internal battle throughout their lives between cash and passion. What does it mean? The thing that they love, they think there's no money in it. And the thing they are doing that is bringing them the cash, they don't like it, but you have to do it to eat. Am I speaking to somebody? Wonderful. So many people are engaged. They are working. They are doing jobs. But they are not pursuing their dream. Pursuing a career they are passionate about. They wake up and they are going to work in the morning. And if you, 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 you drive in the traffic and you look into people's cars, you can see there's a person who is not happy going to work. And sometimes it's even more beautiful when you see the husband and wife. And even without knowing them, you can see through the glass that there is war. Why wake up every day and go to something you hate? Why do something you don't love and swear that next year, this is my last year, next year I won't go to this job again. And guess what? First January next year, you are back there. What are the most common reasons why we make a wrong career choice? Number one is money. The most common reasons why we do what we don't love is because they say there is money in this job. When you are growing up, you are socialized to believe that some jobs, there is money in it. People in choosing where to work often don't consider the developmental nature of the environment. The building of yourself. They don't consider fulfillment. They don't consider the work environment. The first consideration is the cash. Sometimes people leave one job to the next one because there is an offer of a few CDs more without looking at the implications. I recall a particular young lady who walked out of a very progressive organization because somebody offered her a few hundred CDs more. She left and went to this company that was supposed to be in exports without even asking what they export. Eventually when she found out what they were exporting, she was at the police station. They indeed were exporting. Let's leave it there. Money is the first consideration. Number two is prestige. 
prestige. People pursue a job or career path simply because they see it as being more prestigious, more trendy, more fashionable, more desirable. The third one is friends. My friends say we should do this job. It's amazing when you get to meet a lot of young people at secondary school level. Very often you get to arbitrate between children and their parents in debates about the parents saying, do this, and the, par- the child saying, I want to do this. And when you sit down with a child and ask them, why do you want to become an architect? Or what exactly is a land economist? They say, well, my friends and I want to go and do that course. <laughs> my friends. And your parents have struggled to take you through school. And you are telling them that the main reason why you want to do this job is because you and your friends have made a decision. Obviously, that's not a good enough excuse. The fourth one is societal pressure. They say, there is no medical doctor from our village. Please, learn and become a doctor for us. And so you wake up every day and you are pursuing somebody else's expectation and you just simply hate chemistry. But they say, become our village doctor. The fifth one is probably the most challenging one. And that is pursuing your parents' dream. They call it unfinished business. Your parents tried to do something and they couldn't do it. So you must do it. Finish the race. You must finish the course. And very often, many people have struggled to do what they are not suited for simply because they have to finish a race their parents could not finish. And very often, it leads to disaster. Now, there is power in uniqueness. Each of us is unique. We are different. Even identical twins have different career paths. In Psalm 139, verse 14, the Bible underscores the fact that we just are simply different. It says, I will praise you, Lord, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. I love it. It says, fearfully, wonderfully, marvelous. Tell somebody, look at me. Fearfully, wonderfully, and marvelously made. Tell the person, clap for me. Please clap. The psalmist says, and that my soul knows very well. There is a certain kind of assurance that comes from knowing who you are and who God has made you. That sense of uniqueness is critical. And many have battled for years trying to be someone else only to find out that there may be a strong connection but there is also unique expression. You may be strongly connected to somebody but you also have your own unique expression. And so I want to use the scriptures to look at four people from the same family, the same genealogy, each of whom had a different career path. And one established that even though their career paths varied, each of them was very profitable and successful. Each of them went on to become a great achiever. And in doing this, we want to bring some comfort to somebody that what you are doing is not a disadvantage. And God is able to bless you wherever he has placed you. And so we want to look at Abraham as a pioneer or entrepreneur, Isaac 
as a second generation CEO or leader, Jacob as a business partner, and Joseph as an entrepreneur or a manager. These four people are from the same family. Great-grandfather, grandfather, father, and son. Same blood. One was a first-generation entrepreneur. The second one continued as a second-generation successor or leader. The third one did not start a business but went into partnership. The fourth one did not own anything but he managed everything. Let's work this from there. Let's start with Abraham, the first-generation pioneer or entrepreneur. Who's an entrepreneur? For the benefit of this discussion, let's call an entrepreneur a person who identifies sellable ideas. Some ideas don't have selling power. So an entrepreneur identifies sellable ideas and then takes the risk to commit human, material, financial, and other resources in order to create solutions and make profit in the process. Stay here with me for a while. So, an entrepreneur first identifies ideas. There are four things that you can see there. First, identifies ideas. And then, commits resources. If you have an idea and you're not willing to commit resources, that idea will remain still born. And so commits diverse resources. The third thing you can see in the life of an entrepreneur is that they create solutions. An entrepreneur makes money from solving other people's problems. And so creates solutions. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Arbet and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N.E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-9900. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com Amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. No more